This podcast is brought to you by NetBank. Whether you're thinking of starting a new business or growing your existing business, keep listening to this podcast for great tips on how to manage your business goals. Welcome to the Essential Guide for Small Business Owners podcast brought to you by NetBank. My name is Mudiwa Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. I am joined in studio by Thane Niemand, who is a financial and business advisor who wrote the Essential Guide for Small Business Owners. Thane, how are you? Very well, thank you, Mudiwa. Good to be with you. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm fortunate to have been involved with small business for nearly 30 years. I have a legal background, but finance and business is my thing. And in the last 30 years, I've dealt with seminars, done some radio, and I really enjoy doing the TV show It's My Biz with NetBank a couple of years ago. For today, we're talking about So You Want to Start a Business. And I think starting a business requires a big commitment. So what aspects should a would-be business owner focus on if they want to succeed? There are so many, but let's pick out the two important ones. Before a small business owner actually decides to put his toe in the water, I would suggest he gets his personal affairs in order. Yeah. So make sure that your, your family life is sorted out and your personal finances are in place. Do you have sufficient funds to uh, look after your family? Do you have a will? Do you have money in the bank so that if the business has a a rough time, uh, you can still make it? Because what you don't want to do is worry about your personal affairs while you have a business to run. On the other side, the other issue I think is important is you've got to determine for yourself what is your unique selling proposition. There's a wonderful book, Madiwa, it's called The Purple Cow. Yes. By Seth Godin. Yeah. And he talks about your business being a business that people want to go and see and support. So you may have 10 competitors. Yeah. What is the unique thing about your business that will make people want to come to you? Mm. And you have to work on that because that alone will make your chances of success so much more viable by knowing what it is that makes you better than the competition. Now that leads us quite well into asking the question of, so how would you know beforehand whether or not you have what it takes to be a business owner? It's a very good question. And it's a question that's hotly debated, but I think you have to decide whether you're in it because you have to be in it. Mm. So there are a lot of people that are unemployed and decide, well, I've got to make a living. And then it doesn't matter who or what your background is, you actually have to make it work. However, there are people that do have an option in order to decide whether I'm going to do a business, be a business owner or not, you know. And we can talk about things like passion, we can talk about things like confidence, we can talk about things like being persuasive. But I believe the important thing is you would have that old-fashioned word called grit. That's <laughs> determination and yeah. courage to move forward even when things are tough. Are you prepared to work through the middle of the night to meet a deadline? Are you prepared to sacrifice time for the sake of your client and your business? So does that mean a person can learn to be a business owner or are they born as a business owner? Again, this is a debatable (laughs) question, Mutiwa. So I have a a view on that. And the view is, sure, there are people that are born entrepreneurs. They are undoubtedly entrepreneurs and they will be an entrepreneur 
come what may. Then you get those people, I believe, that can learn to be entrepreneurs. They might not be as good as the born entrepreneurs, but you can learn those skills. And if you don't know how to do something, you can always buy that information. Mm. But here's my, my point on that is, I believe wholeheartedly there are people that are born to not be entrepreneurs. <laughs> so there are people out there that will just never be entrepreneurial. Yeah. So that that's my view on that. Sure, it depends on what view you want to take, but you will know in your heart whether you're born entrepreneur or not. Now, some people then say that success comes as a result of who you know versus what you know and the like. How important are personal relationships when it comes to actually being a small business owner or succeeding in the space? You've got to be a person that loves being with people. Yeah. Henry Ford once said, uh, all things being equal, people will buy from a friend. All things being unequal, people will still buy from a friend. Mm. So when I say friend, obviously I'm talking from a, a personal relationship with your supplier, with your banker, with your customers. They've got to, you've got to instill confidence in them. You've got to be able to discuss issues with them on a basis where it's non-confrontational. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think personal relationships are inevitable. If you're one of those people that does not like to be out in in the public space, as it were, it doesn't mean you can't be an entrepreneur. You may just need to employ someone to do that side of the business for you, but mm -hmm. it's vital. Okay, so now I've established that I want to be a business owner. I've established that I can be a business owner and I can learn, right? What does it actually take to establish the viability of a business idea? So I think the answer to that will depend upon where you're at. So if you are employed and you want a side hustle to generate some extra income over the weekends, mm. it's obviously very different to the person that's reliant on this business to generate an income to survive, you know. Yeah. So to test your viability, I think you would want to start, if you're unsure of yourself, on a small scale. So I would say to test your business, start small initially yeah. so that your problems are small and you can address those supply issues, maybe those production issues, rather than decide to open three branches in South Africa. Maybe you just need to start in your suburb. Okay. And then lastly, the million dollar question for a lot of small businesses, do I need cash? Do I need mountains of money to start a business? <laughs> well, it's always nice to have more than enough cash. But here's the trick. You don't need to have cash to start every single small business. Yeah. There are businesses that, that will need a bit of startup capital. But for example, let's say I wanted to start a, a bakery and I needed someone to do my VAT returns for me or mm. someone to do my financial statements for me. Why don't you barter with that person? <laughs> And say, okay, I tell you what, if you do my VAT returns for me, you do my financial information for me, I will provide you with a dozen pies every week on a Friday afternoon. Mm. So bartering is out there and can be used as a tool rather than having piles of cash. Yep. I also like um, training and education. I think it's a wonderful way to start a business. And by doing that, you create credibility. So... In my bakery example, you may want to start baking classes yep. and let people pay their 200 Rand for a, a class and they pay them for the ingredients and your time. Yes, yes, and so, yes. so you don't really always do I have to have piles of cash to start a business. Okay. 
So that has been it for this edition of the Essential Guide for Small Business Owners podcast brought to you by NetBank. My name is Mdiwa Gawaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail, and we've been in studio with uh, Thay Niemand, who is a finance and business advisor who wrote the book, The Essential Guide for Small Business Owners. This podcast was brought to you by NetBank. To download the Essential Guide for Small Business Owners, search NetBank Small Business Services. See money differently. NetBank. NetBank.